Hello, everybody, and welcome to Panel Surfing, the podcast where we discuss the comics that we read and loved growing up. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Wallace. And I'm Barry Wallace. Hello, Barry Wallace. How are you today? I'm good, Brandon. How are you doing? I can't complain. Um, I don't really have anything to talk about. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. That's not true. I do I do have one, I do have one thing that I, I want to talk about, but um, I, I, what have you got going on, I suppose? What, what do I have going on? Well, my chair completely broke. So yeah, now I'm, I'm just using... you broke that last. You broke that last recording. <laughs> two, I think two weeks ago, two recordings ago, yeah. and I just haven't replaced it yet. Well, this morning it completely failed. So uh, I'm using a different chair right now. You can probably hear a non swivel chair. Oh, you can probably hear mine. Yeah, I guess I guess I guess got I got to get on Amazon and just order something. Yeah, I bought this chair. So I mean, it's not a secret by any means, but I'm a large guy. Um. So I went and I bought a special large person chair. It's, mm. it's just wider, really. That's that's all it is. It's just more. Com- is it more comfortable? It is. What well, it it is probably if you still don't weigh as much as me. Okay. Well, if you're still not as big as I am, it probably is more comfortable. But I I, I like it a lot. That said, it's stationary. It does not move. Like it doesn't have wheels. Yeah. This one. This one I'm using is not an office chair. It's just the stationary. You know, it's the one. I had it over in the corner with mm-hmm. stuff piled on it, yeah. and so all that stuff is now on the floor while I'm using this. Before I, you know, yeah, I've got, I've got, and it's not nearly as it's not nearly as comfortable as because I have to sit because it's lower as well. So I'm sitting on two pillows. Oh, to get, to keep, yeah, to keep you in frame. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I have two. I have two other chairs in this in this office, and they're both just being used to hold stuff. Yeah, I just need. I like. I said I just need to get on Amazon. You can actually and, see one of them behind me. Like right there. Yeah, I do see it. I do see it. Yeah, that one, that one broke. If I were to sit in it, I would probably get the um, the support beam. Uh, it would probably go inside me, and I don't want that. Yeah. Um, chair. Yeah, you're gonna go ahead and buy an office chair now on the podcast. I mean, <laughs> we're not how talking. Much do I want? To we're not talking about anything well, we like. Uh, they're usually well. Actually, that is not true. That is not true. Um. First, have you watched anything, seen anything, played anything, read anything? I have played something new, like brand new, what, in fact. came out on got? Friday uh, as of this recording. Um, the Suicide Kills the Justice League. Oh, yeah, I saw that, and I... I love it. Sure, I, I, I just, I'm not interested in the, in the, in the game. No, and that's fine. I, I think this is, um, and I didn't think I would be either. It is, it's a looter shooter, which basically you just, mm. you run around, you fight hordes of people. And you collect items, you get upgrades, whatnot. Um, and in between that, you kill the Justice League. Okay. Uh, and I have put I maybe 13 hours into it since Friday already. Okay. Um, and I'm going to play it when we're done recording. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really loving it. And I, I mean, spoilers, I, I guess you don't care. And spoilers for anyone who listening who, who might. Uh, although this seems to be like uh, across the board uh, high rating, um, it's like nine out of ten on most on most places. But a lot of people are like, "Oh, this game sucks! I hate it." Even really, the, even people who haven't played it because they're like, "The bat, you can't kill Batman, you can't kill Superman." Blah blah blah. Sure, you can. You can, and you do. 
Yeah. You definitely do. It's it's I mean, not it's not ambiguous of like oh it's called kill the Justice League, but you don't actually like no they're dead. Yeah, you murdered. I mean, it's them. not Earth One. It's not Earth One. So you, uh, you in know, the game Earth- in, in the game it is Earth One technically. Is it? it? They call themselves Earth One, but it's not. Well, it's not I the mean, comic version. I mean, obviously, it's not. I mean, yeah, no. This is actually, um, you know, the Batman Arkham games. Mm-hmm. This is that universe. So you're okay. you're killing that Batman. Okay. And everyone and everyone's like, you're just ruining Kevin. Well, now you can't have Arkham Four. Yeah, like no, definitely couldn't. Well, you can't. Uh, Kevin Conroy has sadly passed away. So yes, that's true. You would have to get somebody else, and I don't know if anybody could fill those boots. Speaking of, people are weaponizing Kevin Conroy's name uh, against this game Be- oh, because okay, this, so. this character, you, you do kill him. You do kill Batman. Uh, and it's sort of unceremoniously as well. Uh, it's the easiest fight in the game. The easiest boss fight in mm. the game. Despite the fact that it's Batman. You think it would... I mean, it should be the, he should be the easiest to kill out of all of them. He should, yeah, he should be. He's the second to... Well, I guess he's the third to last. I haven't fought Brainiac yet. Uh, who's the main villain? The main main okay. villain. Um, I haven't fought him yet, but I Superman was the last one I fought and killed. I will say there is one thing that I don't like in that the the boss fights are relatively they're all relatively easy and they're all pretty much the same. Avoid their attack, shoot them until they're dead. <laughs> Even if well, it's Superman, that, yeah, that's 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 kind of how it works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so people kind of weaponize Kevin Conroy's name a little bit to, uh, you know, protest this game. Be like, I can't believe you would kill off his character. That's so disrespectful to Kevin Conroy. He's like, he voiced the character. They didn't know he was going to die. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. I, I had I've had a lot of fun. Again, I'm I'm looking forward to continuing to play it. Um, there's a multiverse uh, post game situation. So, you know, you're on Earth One, or what they call Earth One, and you've killed that Justice League, and you got to take down Brainiac. And then there are twelve other universes that you have to go to in in the po- okay. in the post game to take down Brainiac there. And I think maybe a different version of the Justice League or different members of Justice League, and you can pick up. Um, I know they're planning on doing like seasonal updates. So like um, once every month or once every two months or something like that, where they uh, give you a new character from a new earth that you can join the squad and you can play as them. I know, okay. I know Joker from earth two is going to be, or earth three or whatever is going to be the first one. They've already announced that. And people are mad about that too. Sure. Sure. <laughs> People are going to be mad about everything. That's they are well because he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't that's the word we live in. He does because he doesn't look like the Arkham Joker. He looks like a different Joker, which makes sense because he's from a different world. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I know. I, I know it's fine. Um, here's the thing, people: if you don't like it, don't play it. Well, that's what I said. I was like, it's like for seventy bucks, I get it because it, it it's ex- it's expensive. I, I get it. I did look at it yesterday. You know, because I've, I've eaten Hogwarts. You should and... get it because we could play it together. Because it's multiplayer, ah. it's, it's co-op and it's cross-platform, and it's ah. multiplayer. But I don't know if it's on PlayStation. It's on PlayStation. Okay, yeah, but it yeah. again, it's a steep price, especially if it's something that you're not going to enjoy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not interested in it. So I was, I was like, ah. I did see that it was multiplayer, and I was like, wow. It's it's <sighs> it, it's fun. I will I will say, I noticed that a lot of the characters are not very fun to play as, except for mm. Captain Boomerang. 
He's the, okay. he's the only one that I like playing as. But that, I mean, that's I think maybe down to just personal preference. Everyone else seems a little tanky. They move a l- <clears throat> they move a little slower. Their their motion across the map, and it's not a huge map. It's just Metropolis. So sure. It's, so it's just the one city. Um, yeah, I don't. I just I've really enjoyed it. Captain Boomerang has been very fun to play as. Um, I think it's very funny as well. Okay. Um, it's sort of. I mean, obviously they're 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 riffing off of. Um, well, I say that, but this game would have had to have been in production before that movie. So I was going to say they, they're kind of riffing off of James Gunn's Suicide Squad, but I guess the Suicide Squad comic was always kind of funny. I've honestly, I've, I don't think I've ever read a Suicide Squad comic book. It's always a little tongue in cheek. This is this feels very much. In the same vein as like the James Gunn movie, though, mm-hmm. of like that kind of humor. Okay. So I don't know if maybe when he started writing that, he maybe came in and did some rewrites for the game just because they or what. I don't think he's credited as a writer or anything. I don't know. It, it's good. I, I I am I am thoroughly enjoying it, um, and I'm I'm excited to play more. So okay, S- seven point <clears throat> five out of ten from me. Wow! Wow, that's not that's not a pretty a, good score. Not a perfect game. I don't think everyone's going to like it. I know people. I know everyone's not going to like it, but I, I'm really liking it. So, but that's um, that's pretty much it that I've I've watched or read or played. Okay, but that's something. Only <clears throat> I've, I've played. I'm still playing um, Red Dead. I'm still solidly in chapter two i'm just going around i refuse to rescue micah not gonna not gonna happen never never gonna happen (laughs) i'm just running around hunting and do you know doing all these things that like that this is this is just fun i'm living i'm living my life i'm not i'm not progressing the story at all right um (laughs) arthur's gonna live out a good life yeah arthur has not he has not gone and gotten tv yet um (laughs) spoiler alert for anybody for this six-year-old game yeah um so, um, just having just having fun with it. Uh, the only other thing I've been watching, and it's it's an amazing show, is Masters of the Air. Is that the one with uh, Glenn Powell? I don't know who that is. Uh, it's well, it's it's the new Steven Spielberg Tom Hanks war epic. You know, they did yeah. Band of Brothers back in the late nineties. Then they did The Pacific that you and I watched together. I love that show. Um, when you were when you were a teenager, and now so this is you know, and this is following the air war in Europe. At least so far, it's for the first three episodes. It's it's the air war in Europe. Oh, sorry, Austin Butler, not Glenn Powell. I don't know who the yeah yeah Austin, but yeah Elvis Elvis yeah <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, I mean, he's he's great in the role. I, I didn't see Elvis. I love him in Zoe One Hundred and One. Is he in that? Yes, he was. He was huh? he dated her for a while in the show. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that, but like I said he's great in the role—the role they've got him in right now in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all great. I mean, it's again—it's the same people that gave us Band of Brothers, which I think still think Band of Brothers is the best out of the, oh, the three. Yeah. Um, the Pacific, fantastic show, a little darker um, yeah. than Band of Brothers, a lot darker, a lot darker. Um, and this one, sadder. this one, like I said, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they delve in or they they dive into. One or two characters more than Band of Brothers. The Band of Brothers, it was spread over a band of brothers. Yeah. Whereas the Pacific, it was like a basically about these three or four characters and their experiences through the yeah. through the war. Um, this is kind of the same way. This is 
basically following two to three characters um, so far, the first three episodes. And um, like I said, it's it's a fantastic. I don't. I didn't expect anything less with the Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg production. Yeah, those two love um, World War Two. I, I you know I love World War II. <laughs> I know you do. The, the, so, greatest generation. <laughs> yeah. They, they are. We've talked about it before. There's no way I would have run up that beach. That's true. It, yeah. Their their kids are awful though. Well, yeah, the boomers <laughs> suck. But um, but I'm telling you what, there's the guys that ran up the beaches in Normandy and did and flew these suicide bombing missions and stuff. There's no way I could have done it. I, I could have done it. They were like, Mister Private Wallace, we're going to put you in, in military prison. All right. Well, at least I'm not going to be you know on the beach of Normandy. So yeah, I'll be alive. <laughs> yeah, so. I might be in, in I might be in military prison, but yeah. I won't be a dead body on on the beach. Which I I hear is actually very nice. Military prison, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Back in the 40s, probably I probably very nice. Was, <laughs> I bet it was brutal. It was probably nicer then than it is now. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Let's find out. I don't know with the with the pussification of America. How yeah. dare you? Do? <laughs> They probably give them a bed to sleep in. Yeah, they. Yeah, they. Oh, the bastards! They probably give them water for, for lunch every day. They probably give them water and bread three times a day. They have. They have cappuccinos in the morning, free for lunch. That sounds nice. Ooh. Um. No, I'll, I'll have to look into that because I. Yeah, I do love Band of Brothers, and I do love. The it's Pacific. on Apple. It's on Apple TV. Never mind. I'm not going to watch it. I like I said I'm I'm really enjoying it so I have to look I'll have to look into it. There's something else that's on Apple TV I saw the other day and I've been wanting to watch it and I can't remember what it is now. Monarch Legacy, whatever. The, uh, what is it? The I can't remember the name of the show. The Godzilla, the newer Godzilla. Yeah, yeah I think that's called Mon. I think it's yep. just called Monarch. But yeah, but that was Legacy of Monsters, isn't that what it is? Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Something. The, the current, I, I watched it. The Russell Show. <laughs> The Russells, yeah, the show with may as well just call it the Russells. So, but yeah, that I love, I love that one. I hear the. Then again, as we said, I, I'm a sucker for anything Godzilla. Yeah, and you love Kurt Russell, and I love Kurt Russell. Who yeah. doesn't love I mean, Kurt Russell? My favorite, my favorite movie of all time, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, it's a great movie. It is a great movie. It's a great movie. Actually, I have the poster. Uh, you can't see it. It's behind this shelf that I'm pointing at because I never got a frame to hang it, but it's there. I recently, I had the post, the, the actual movie post, and I gave it to Javan recently because it was like, that's one of his favorite movies too. So I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't have anywhere to hang it up. I'd have to, uh, so. Right. Like, he's a grown man. And, he can get himself a poster. I just, we we went to lunch one day and I, I had talked to him and he, he actually had texted me about something about the movie. And I was like, hey, by the way, I've got this poster that I've had rolled up for in the corner here for five years. Do you want it? Do you want this? And he was like, yeah, I'd love to have it. I would love so that. We, we met up at B-Dubs one day for, for lunch. I'm like, here you go, buddy. Hell yeah. <clears throat> I mean, like I said, I, I just don't have any wall space anymore to hang it up. I mean, what am I going to take down? My, my Star Wars, my Star Trek? Uh, action figures that I've got hanging up. No. I mean, no, come on. My Star Wars, my Star Wars posters. No, I could probably reorganize some of the stuff that's on the wall to, I, to I hang up stuff. There's, but there's some of these things I could probably take down. But I've got some I, stuff. I, that, I did. T- I've got some empty space closer towards the ceiling <laughs> that I could I, I could I use. Did, I did recently because you know I had all those Episode Seven posters, different versions of of Episode Seven, and, yeah. and I took 
those down. Yeah, why well, well, have more than one? Well, yeah. For that dead trilogy. Dead. I mean, well, episode seven. I still, I still stand episode by seven, episode seven. Yeah, episode seven is the best of the three. Yeah, I stand by that one. That was a, a pretty fun beginning. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I love it. Yeah, but it falls apart. Yeah, the payoff after the payoff that. was not great. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Ryan Johnson and <clears throat> and uh, JJ uh, old, shit the bed on old JJ, old JJ Brooms, old JJ, JJ Brooms. So, um, so what are we talking about today? We, besides uh, video games and and JJ Brooms. Yeah. Um, we wow. are talking about uh, Marvel's Civil War uh, issues three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, last week we talked about issues one and two, which sort of went over um, the inciting incident that led to the the Civil War, which was um, the Runaways blew up Stanford, Connecticut. No, the not the Runaways. No, yeah, sorry, not the Runaways. The New Warriors. Yeah, the New Warriors blew up Stanford, Connecticut. I mean, the, the Runaways probably would have done it too. Right, well, if, the run, you can't trust the Runaways. Yeah, if, give, if given the chance, they would have done it as well. Yeah, um, but yeah, Stanford, Connecticut gets blown, or at least a good chunk of Stanford, Connecticut gets blown up, and it kills a bunch of children. Um, and immediately, public opinion on superheroes is at an all-time low. And to combat that, basically half the heroes are saying we should register and basically become, you know, cops, and everyone should know who we are and our costume. Well, the government says they. The should. The government says, and then half of them agree. Essentially, yeah, led by. Tony Stark and Reed Richards. Yeah, when the and Hank Pym, I get Hank Hank Pym is a big part of this. Yes, yes, he is. Um, and then you know the other half is Captain America and and Falcon and whatnot, who say the, the, like, no. the Young Avengers. Yeah, and the Young Avengers part of that. Uh, and they're basically saying like, no, we're not going to do that. Um, that in fact, that is crazy, and we will punch you if you ask us to do yeah, that. We will, I will punch you in your stupid nose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will flatten your nose against the inside of your mask. Um, and yeah, that's 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 essentially everything we discussed last week. Oh, well, and uh, Spider-Man unmasked. Yeah, Spider-Man at the, at the end of that. We left two. off Spider-Man at the end of issue two. Spider-Man at a press conference reveals his secret identity as Peter Parker. So now it's not a secret anymore. Never you can talk yeah, about it. Yeah, it's just an identity. Everybody, I know. I know. We had told you before. If you knew, don't say anything. Now it's perfect. It's out there in the open. Yeah, you, and you can t- you can now talk about it. I, I still say don't. Just pretend like it. Yeah, pretend like it didn't happen. For, for a couple years, it's okay. Yeah. Is it even a couple years? So, I think it's like a year. Maybe a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like eight it's months. Not, yeah, it's not long. Yeah, that's it's not long at all. <clears throat> Yeah, Aunt Aunt May will soon be shot. (laughs) She'll still be at death's door once again. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say, I'm going to go and put this out there. I'm having much more fun reading it this time than I did last time. Yeah. Yeah, me too, actually. So I I read it yesterday, getting these two yesterday, and I was like, you know, this is better than I remember it being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if in 2006 or whatever, maybe I just wasn't in the mood for this type of story, but now. Yeah, maybe my, my mind just wasn't ready for it. My brain wasn't evolved enough. Yeah, I think um, so. You just weren't mature but, enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, only 32 at the time. What the <laughs> <So>. <laughs> a baby. Clearly. Pretty much yeah, just so, a baby. 
Yeah, so, but now I, I read it yesterday. I was like, you know what? I'm really digging this so far. Um, it's not as again. We the runner. The reason you did this is is a contrast with Secret Wars. It's not as fun as Secret Wars, right? Um, but it, the storytelling is is really. Who wrote this? I, I Mark Millar. Okay, Mark Millar. Um, it's written very well. The art isn't fantastic yeah always but it's not bad it doesn't take me out of it uh, that would be steve mcniven who is on art okay um okay. yeah so again mark millar I, we discussed this last week a little bit he is kind of a polarizing individual polarizing character in comics or writer um in general he has wrote he's written a, a ton of great stuff things that people love he's the creator of kick-ass he's um he wrote old mm-hmm. man logan he did the mm-hmm. the kingsman the original comic that the movie's based on um he's done he's done a ton of stuff he did the ultimate in ultimate comics specifically he did the ultimates for marvel's ultimate yeah. comics, which we didn't Ooh. actually elaborate on what the ultimates is or even what ultimate comics is last week um for anyone who doesn't know it's a it's this it's a separate universe from the 616 it's the 1610 yeah. uh yes i believe so yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So the, the Marvel comics that we all know, everybody listening, the, the, that you that you all know is Marvel Six One Six. Yeah. The, um, the, the normal the, Marvel the t- continuity. Yeah. Um, in the early two thousands or late ninety, I think it was early two thousands, they decided they yeah, wanted to reboot the universe without rebooting the universe. So they just came up with a new universe, starting with Ultimate Spider Man. Um, and so they told an alternate history of Spider Man from when he got bitten by. A sp- it follows a very similar path. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, bran- it, it, it's almost it the branches. same. It's just modernized, basically. Yeah, they, they just branch it off. And it's ba- if you've seen Amazing Spider-Man with uh, uh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield, it kind of is that story. Yeah. Um, um, Fair enough. So, but then, but then they build. So that's that's Earth, Earth six or sixteen ten, um, which then they introduce the Ultimate X Men, Ultimate Fantastic um, Ultimate, Ultimate Fantastic Four, which Ultimate Fantastic Four, at least starts, at the beginning, starts very good. was a lot very, of fun. Yeah, yeah, starts very good. Those those are a lot of fun. Then you get the Ultimates, which is the basically the alternate Avengers. They just call themselves the Ultimates. Mm-hmm. Not as much fun. Um, no, they are. And I don't. I, I haven't read them in forever. Maybe I should go back and see. I, I did start reading them um, about two years ago or so, a year and a half ago, and then I just I, I quickly faded on it. I think they I think they start off kind of fine. It's to, it's volume two where it starts getting weird. Like the first volume, granted, it still has some weird stuff like Hulk threatening to eat people, um, mm-hmm. and then there's very implied sexual relationship between Wanda and Pietro um, who are siblings for anyone brother, who brother and sister everybody. Yeah, who, are, who are siblings if, if anyone didn't yeah. know um, which is not which later um, Jeff Loeb <laughs> I believe it's Jeff Loeb who writes um, Ultimatum or Ultimates Volume 3 um, where they are just fucking which is mm. gross and then and then she gets killed and then he becomes the he becomes Magneto. Comics are weird. Um, yep. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Ultimates. We we could talk about Ultimates for hours, genuinely. Um, yeah, because I mean, it is. Let's not. Let's, yeah, we let's, we shouldn't. Not right now. Not no, not right now. Maybe maybe we can come to that later. Perhaps at at some point where we run out of everything else. To <laughs> yeah, we're just like uh, we're only going to talk about stuff we don't like now. Yeah. Well. 
I think eventually we've got to get into some of that. Yeah. And well, this is sort of tipping our toes into it. You know, we both came into the same, like, eh, we don't really like it, but so far we're not disliking it. Four issues in. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading the next two. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when it starts. If I remember correctly, that's when it starts once, to fall apart. Once the real fight starts happening. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's and, and Tony And Tony and Reed start acting like they would... I think Reed they, is like one of the worst parts of this. Reed acts like, like Reed robot. has never acted... Yeah, he acts like he never has acted before. Yeah. Um, even in these two that we're reading today. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Definitely this is not two. Reed Richards. Um, Tony... <clears throat> Maybe Tony. I, I I've never really read a whole whole lot of Iron Man comics back in the day. Right. Um, it, you know he was always part of the Avengers, but it didn't do deep dives into Tony's psyche. So, but I did read a lot of of of, of Fantastic Four, and I've got a, a lot of Fantastic Four comics, and this is such a different version of Reed. Yeah. Um, do you want to give a quick rundown of what happened in these two comics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we can discuss it. <clears throat> you want to clear my throat real quick? Ugh. Good, go for it. This dude. banana that's, milk that's is gunking up my throat. Oh, I mean, that's why I don't drink it. There we I'm go. This coffee and off screen, everybody. It's, I am. Uh, yeah, darn banana. Banana. Milk. Mi- yeah, don't drink banana milk. No, you should. It's delicious. It's from Taiwan. What's how many carbs are in it? Um. <laughs> well, uh, ooh, it's two hundred thirty calories per serving. And wow, then, how many servings are in that can? It's one. It's one serving. Okay. Okay. It itself is one. Um, Thirty-six grams total carbo total carbohydrates. That would that would be that would be almost all my carbs for a day. You can only have thirty-six <laughs> grams. No, I, I try to stay under sixty for a day. Oh, okay. So it'd be like more than half. Yeah, well, yeah. It sure so does like, taste yeah, good. It's it's like um yeah, I I tell you what, yesterday so the other night I was like I really want some chips and chips you know and I can't really you really can't have because they are they're very high popcorn carbs. Can't popcorners and those are pretty decent, but they they don't have the satisfying crunch that I wanted. I don't think so I found either. on, uh, they're okay. I mean they're okay, but um I found on online um chickpea chips, mm. and those were really good. Basically, um, I'm going to guess that they they roast them and then they flatten them out so they get nice and crispy. I, I'd imagine they they. <laughs> So it's Orchard Valley Harvest chickpea chips, and I got the uh, the pink Himalayan salt ones, and I got um, some chili lime. Mm. So um, Stephanie, we both like the the pink Himalayan ones. I like the chili lime, but they put a little little. Too oh, I lime. think it's ch- chili, chili lemon. I think is what it is. Uh, so too sour. Though. It's a little. It's a yeah. On the back end, it's a little. But I still, I was like, they they do have that satisfying crunch. Um, almost kind of like a, uh, a Frito. Okay. But a little bit puffier, but they still have, they still have a, a really good crunch. All right. Well, so, you know, shout, shout out to any of our diabetic listeners. Give, yeah. it, give that 16, gra- 16 grams in 20 chips. So 20 chips is one serving. Yeah. So I was I like, know. that's, that's, that's not bad. So, you <laughs> know, so, most, most of those it's like. This has about approximately 40, 40 servings in it, and it's two chips. Yeah, it's two. It's two to five chips. And and we don't recommend you eating more than it's, it's two. thirty-two grams of carbs in per <laughs> serving. Like, yeah, geez. exactly. So, like I said, this was so I can have I was like sixteen grams and twenty chips. Um, 
That's not bad. Because we're trying, we're trying to figure out what to do for the Super Bowl, what kind of snacks mm. we want to do for the Super, Bowl. the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. You're going to watch the Super um, Bowl? Yeah, man. Okay. So it's it's streaming on CBS no, so, yeah. on, or Paramount, Paramount, it's, Alex, it's, Paramount it's Plus. Paramount, yeah. Have you so, seen, have you seen um, before, before we get into this, have you seen that new Paramount Super Bowl commercial with Patrick Stewart? With, with Patrick, yes, yeah. yes. I like when he's like, I just threw him higher. <laughs> I like I, I like uh oh Creed's here <laughs> yeah and Creed's here yeah is that Drew Barrymore I think yeah like, oh and Creed's here <laughs> yeah and then uh, Lieutenant and Lieutenant Dangles on there yeah I love how much he's into Creed and Patrick Stewart yeah yeah he's, he's got the he's got the tramp stamp with Creed yeah <laughs> it's a really good trailer or good, good yeah, commercial, good commercial. I, yeah I, 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 people keep calling it a Super Bowl commercial and I assume that is it supposed to be. They, I think it is. Did they release their commercial for the Super Bowl early, or is it a commercial advertising that you could watch the Super Watch? The Super I think that's what it is. You can watch yeah. the Super Bowl on Paramount Plus. Gotcha. Yeah, I saw. I saw. The only reason I was, I was like, it's good marketing. Um, yeah. Two is it Tua? Tua? Whatever the the quarterback for the Dolphins. Tua Tim. He's like, yeah. He's like, I will not throw this child. <laughs> I will not throw this child. Patrick Stewart is like basically you lack the like, will. You lack the yeah. Something, something, something along those lines. I'll do it. Yeah. He takes the, the overcoat off. He's got the, the 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 old school football. Like he's we're heading into overtime, and we need to get it. We need to get a hole in one if we're ever going to be on par. <laughs> going to the fifth quarter. <laughs> yeah, bases are full. Yeah, uh, it's it's really good. I, I love it's it. It's a it's a great commercial. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, I just knuck, not... knuckles from Sonic um, Two is there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like through the chop. Yeah, <laughs> this is a smart plan. Yeah, <laughs> this is a good idea. This is not a good <laughs> idea. Yeah, this is it's uh, I, I, Drew Barrymore's like don't throw the child. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw the child. I'll throw him. It's very good. It's, um, it's a great great. It's a great commercial. Yeah, I really, I really like those. Just as a concept of all these different characters standing around, coming together, yeah, yeah trapped on the mountain. The par- the Paramount verse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> While they still own those characters, mm-hmm. until they have to sell some of them, and then you can never watch that commercial again. You know, <clears throat> NBC several years ago, um, when they brought in Seth MacFarlane to, as an executive role. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always been a huge Star Trek fan. I know this is a digression, everybody. We don't. We've care. been digressing um, the entire time. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, just, just get it. You've listened to panel <laughs> surfing. You know how it works. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't, this is he, how it is. It is. Yeah, it, we're not changing. Yeah. No. Um, but he tried to buy. He tried to get NBC to buy Star Trek yeah. from Paramount. That's why he did um, Orville, so, right? Um, Ultimately, I think Orville came first. I think you know. I think he wanted to. I thought he wanted to I, do a Star Trek show, and he did he want to do a Star Trek show because they didn't own it, or no? Because Orville is Fox, right? Yeah, Orville is on. Okay. Well, it's on Disney now. Yeah, it's yes, but it was, yeah, it was Fox. Yeah, it's all. It's on Hulu. You can watch it on Hulu. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good show. But I would have. I would have liked to see what Seth MacFarlane, who is a big Star Trek fan, and the Orville is um, a pretty good Star Trek show. It's it's the best modern Star Trek show besides. <laughs> yeah. Picard season three. Now, actually, I mean, Strange New Worlds is pretty good, especially first season. Second season fell off a little bit, but I still really enjoyed it. Um, Discovery got better in season four. See what's going to go. And, of course, now they're ending it in season five. Yeah. So, they, like, once it gets good. We heard your demands. 
<laughs> yeah, so, so, you know, same thing with Picard. Like once it gets good, yeah. uh, uh, it's it. done. Yeah, of course. Um, but I would, I would, I would have loved to see what Seth MacFarlane would have done with Star Trek. I mean, never say um, never. No, you, you know, never. But I mean, the people that they put in charge of it just. Oh yeah. Uh, I, it's Seth MacFarlane, a big fan of '90s Star Trek. Yeah, I was gonna say, know? you know, watching watching the Orville, that show is it's, like it's watching Next, Next Gen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the Next Generation. It's and, Voyager. And I think the reason that they wouldn't let him do one is because he wants to tell those episodes, you know, ep- bottle, sort of bottle episodes, I guess. Yeah, you know. yeah he, he wants to do episodic, you know, yeah, which is. But that's what that's what uh, uh, Strange New Worlds is. Episodic yeah, I know, and that, and I think that's why people, people like <laughs> that's why people like Strange New Worlds. Yeah, because it's not yeah. just serialized television. Yeah, it now now here's the, with Strange New Worlds, what they do is they'll tell an episodic. With an it's almost just like Deep Space Nine. There's a there's a season long arc, but it's in the background a lot of times. Right. They might you know focus on it one episode and then kind of forget it not forget about it, but it's playing in the background of you know of the episode and then come back to it and so it. Uh, they do the same thing on Lower Decks. They'll introduce something in the yeah. first episode of the season and then kind of play it out through the – sprinkle it in here and there throughout the season until the, the finale. Yeah, or, the fi- or final episode you know. will end on a cliffhanger being like, oh, that's what this was. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was it was, it was it was Tom Paris the whole time. No. It was Nick LaCarno the whole time. Yeah. Who looks like Tom Paris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks just like him. It looks just like Tom Paris, <clears throat> um, which I thought I thought was a stroke of genius. Lot you know when they when they brought they did that, and I was like, "Good for you, Robert Duncan McNeil." Yeah, very very good. Yeah, so it's anyway. Hey, we haven't had a Star Trek minute in a while. We so. haven't. It's, it has been some time since our last Star Trek yeah. minute. Uh, it was nice. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was good to catch up. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Oh man, I missed it. it. Does my heart well? Yeah. I missed it. I missed good Star Trek. Um, but are we ready to talk about issues three and four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and do a breakdown that we can talk about. Cool, cool. Uh, sort of like last I mean, week. We're 35, 35 minutes into the episode, so we might as well Whatever. talk about the comic book. Whatever. Um, just like last week, I have a slightly longer, uh, summary that just kind of goes over the bit, the bigger things that happen. Okay. I'm going to, if you see my mm-hmm. eyes closed, I'm just resting my eyes. I'm not. Okay. Sleeping. You're okay. a little, you're actually okay. a little pixelated on my end. So okay, good. I wouldn't even see them close. <laughs> Nice. Um, so, issue three picks up immediately where issue two left off after with Peter uh, revealing his identity as Spider-Man to the world, and in Wakanda, Black Panther is none too pleased as he speaks with his longtime friend and ally Reed Richards about the Registration Act. T'Challa wants uh, no part in it, and we get a glimpse into just how uh, out of touch Reed truly is becoming. Um, his focus is solely on. Uh, the registration act. I mean, he's he's barely paying attention to what Black Panther is saying. You know, opting instead to talk about the ecosystem of Wakanda and saying that he hasn't even seen Johnny in the hospital. Elsewhere, uh, Tony Stark meets with the headmistress of the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters and the current leader of the X Men, uh, Emma Frost, who, like many else, is refusing to assist Tony um, in governing superhero or superhuman activity. Uh, when pushed on the subject, Emma is quick to cite Tony and the Avengers in action during the Genosian genocide. Um, and before Tony leaves the premises, he is approached by Bishop, a member of the X-Men. That may come into play later. Elsewhere, Captain America. I really wrote this fast. I, I'm sorry. I, I just want to point out. I, I wrote uh, Captain hashtag America. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know how I got a hashtag in there. Well, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Elsewhere, Captain America, Hercules, Daredevil, and Goliath sit in a diner, and that's not the beginning of a bad joke. Um, they're discussing their new undercover a- aliases um, that they're to use for the time being. And uh, they, I bring this up specifically because Steve is given a mustache. He's a, he's a mall cop. Mm-hmm. And on page 10 in Marvel Unlimited, panel 4, uh, his face is traced from Freddie Mercury. It, like, it, is, nice. it is exactly Freddie Mercury. Um, but they're interrupted by an emergency distress signal, which draws the four of them out of the diner, where they run into an alley to change into their costumes. In the New York Presbyterian Hospital, Johnny Storm finally comes to. Cap and his team of Secret Avengers converge on the point of the distress call where they find out too late that it's a trap set by Iron Man it's and a crew. It's a trap! Uh, all seems good, though, albeit tense, when Tony offers his hand to Cap to form a truce between all the heroes. However, Cap is simply using this as an opportunity to plant a piece of shield tech specifically made to take down Tony should he turn evil. The device essentially takes Tony's suit offline long enough for Cap to start throwing fists, and with this, the hero versus hero fighting truly begins. The fight carries on with Tony ultimately looking as though he has the upper hand over Cap when, from a bolt of lightning, Thor shows up. However, at this time in the comics, Thor is quite dead. And that is how issue three ends. Yep. Anything you wanna anything you wanna talk about on that one? So I do like the, the Black Panther and Reed conversation. Mm-hmm. I thought that was it was enlightening to what uh uh, what's going through what's going through Reed's mind, and and again, it's not like anything that we've ever seen with Reed before. When he basically, right, he's basically Shatala asked him, asked him how was Johnny and and Sue doing, and he's like, oh, I'm sure I would have heard if you know. Yeah, he's like, I, I don't, so I don't know, but I haven't heard anything bad. So yeah, so I'm assuming everything's good. I was like, that's not Reed. Reed cares about his brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, he cares about Johnny a lot. I mean, and and to say that he hasn't even talked to to Sue. Yeah. And however long it's been, yeah, a few days. I mean that that yeah, at least a few days. That's uh, that just doesn't jive with the Reed Richards that I know from the comic books. Yeah. Um, yeah. from the past, I guess this is the comic books, but um, this but it goes to, I think what you were wanting to point out the difference between this and say Secret Wars, whereas that that to, that read is the read that the read from Secret Wars is the read that. They they had set up back in the '60s and all the way through. Actually, he's actually better than he was in the '60s. By the yeah, time so the this 80s. seems a little yeah. bit more like the '60s in the fact that he's sort of like yeah. a neglectful husband. <laughs> yeah, or and he, but, he's, but he's just scientist. But in in, in that the Secret Wars version, uh, you it's know, both. We, we can contrast. He's he's a leader, but he's also compassionate and he cares about his team and his other heroes. In this, it's more like he just cares about being right. Um, and, and that's, I know Reed always wants to be right. Reed thinks he's right all the time, but right. not like this. This is, this is fascist version of, of Reed. Yeah. And, and, you know, skipping ahead a little bit to issue four, he's specifically called out, uh, for his, for his fascistic, um, Sue calls him basically tell, tells calls him, him a fascist. fascist. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't um, stand idly by, um, while you become, yeah, yeah while you become, become a fascist. fascist. So and and yeah, but that doesn't seem like Reed. Reed doesn't 
No, this is Reed he doesn't Richards read after, as, doesn't read as a fascist anywhere else. No, this is Reed Richards after spending two weeks watching Fox News, um, <laughs> and, and he's completely analyzed everything. He's like, they're right. Yeah, they're, of course they're right. It's, it's, God, it makes so much sense now. Yeah, um, I thought the Tony and Emma Frost. You know, they're married in the comics. Yeah, they now. are. They are married currently. Um, I also have that note. Yeah. Um, so I thought, I thought, and I think they had dated. I think they talked about, didn't they? They, they would get together for hookups. Yeah. Um, you, you know, of course. At this time, um, I mean, why wouldn't I mean? It's it's, it's Emma Frost. She's she's pretty freaking. Hey, he's Tony Stark. He's pretty. Well, he's, pretty he's pretty loaded. Um, but I thought that was a that was an interesting conversation that the X Men are staying out of it because what of the heroes? Yeah. What is the government? Has anybody ever done to help them? In fact, there's a giant yeah. sentinel from the government standing over top of yeah. them, staring down at them while they're having this conversation. Exactly. Watch, watch the government yeah. doesn't trust them. Yeah, and they are on a reservation at this point. Um, yeah, more or less. So, yeah, the go- government gave them this land or put them on this land. Yeah. Um, and, and so why would they help? And, it, and it, it's a, she makes some good points. Like, you, you guys just stood by while... Our our Gene Ocean was destroyed. Yeah, destroyed, and half of our people <clears throat> were killed. Yeah, I mean it was yeah, a genocide. And, 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 yeah, and you didn't offer to help us. So why do you think we're going to help? We're not going to stand against you, but we're not going to. Yeah, we're not going to support you either. And the only thing that Tony takes from that is that well, they're not helping Cap, so we're fine. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, which, that, I mean, that's what he takes <laughs> when he's when he's walking away. That's that's what he says. No, when he's talking he to Happy. That's what he says to Happy. He's like, well, they're not on Cap's side either, so. You know, we still have the upper hand. And you get through the, these two books, you get a different side of happy than you've ever gotten before. Too. I mean, he's becoming a lot more fascist himself. Yeah. Um, Tony's not as much, say, as Reed is becoming. Tony's just single-minded. Yeah. Um, he thinks he's right, but he's not secret police, yeah, um, he's fascist. Not, he's not, you know, um, we want either. It's, it's not either, big brother. It's my way. Yeah, it's it's my way or you're gonna die. Like, like where it seems like Reed Richards is almost like, you do what I say or we'll kill you. And yeah. that's what happens. I mean, we'll talk about it in the next yeah. next issue. If you want to dive into that, um, the only other thing I had at this one, I thought the, of course it was a trap. At the, you know when 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 they were like, it's a trap. Why? Yeah. Why would you? I mean, I understand your heroes. They probably knew it was a trap. Um, but and the best thing to do as as Obi-Wan said, spring the trap. Spring the um, trap. So, and let's get this over with. Let's, you know, let's, <laughs> let's, let's have this confrontation. Um, yeah. doesn't work out too well for, for our heroes, the, the, the non-registration yeah, side. No, no, it does not. Um, uh, or the anti-registration side. Yes. Um, especially once Thor shows up, but we will talk about that in the, we can um, talk about it right now. Issue. If you want. Yeah. Do you want, you want to dive into the, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and dive into issue four, uh, issue four, uh, Picks up right where issue three left off, um, where Thor um, shows up and he reveals himself to be on Tony's side, on the registration side, uh, much to the shock of everyone who is anti-registration. Um, uh, Thor shows a level of brutality towards his former friends and comrades that he had never shown before. Um, meanwhile, Cap and Tony are still at it when Tony implements a frequency emitter um, that... Uh, causes all of Cap's team to drop to their knees in excruciating pain. I, th- I imagine for Daredevil that w- would be doubly so. Yeah, that, I thought about that. He seems to recover pretty reading. quickly, though. Um, he seems to be the least least affected while it's going on. Yeah, but it's like it definitely should be affecting him more. I think. Um, 
if not for Hercules dropping the remainder of a building on Tony, it would have all ended right here, most likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, once Tony is down, so is the frequency, at which point Cap team, Cap's team once again starts to get the upper hand, uh, but only for a moment before tragedy strikes. Um, mm-hmm. Goliath, uh, Bill Foster, uh, attempts to go toe-to-toe with Thor um, in his giant form, and for his trouble has a hole blown through his chest, uh, which kills him instantly bringing the, the entire fight to a standstill or a halt. Um, mm-hmm. Cap's crew immediately try to fall back as Thor, quote-unquote, lines up another attack that surely would kill the remainder of them if not for the intervention of the Invisible Woman, who allows them to flee. Um, with a passcode, Reed is able to deactivate Thor, which reveals to us, the reader, that this is some sort of clone or, you know, in the Marvel life model decoy is a very common thing, especially with S.H.I.E.L.D. and um, old Nick Fury. And meanwhile, the Watcher watches uh, and looks on, rem- and sadly, he, he looks he looks very bummed. Um, mm-hmm. At Avengers Tower, or, yeah, at Avengers Tower, heroes are bandaged up. Reed operates on Thor. And Peter Parker, Hank Pym, and Janet Van Dyne discuss the events that just transpired, with Peter finally asking if they're really on the right side or not. At Secret Avengers HQ, Cap is bandaged up as a few of his side are choosing to defect, albeit by way of surrender with amnesty. Uh, Cap angrily allows them to leave, but as they do so, we see a masked figure posted outside of the secret base watching as they leave. That'll come back up later. Um, Stay tuned next week. Stay tuned. It is who you think it is, probably. At the funeral of Bill Foster, Goliath, uh, Tony is once again... It's Batman? Yes! Batman. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Tony is once again approached by, and guilt-tripped by, uh, the same Stanford mother as before. Mm -hmm. And this Mm -hmm. woman really needs to go away. She's she's causing a lot of problems. She is. (laughs) Um, At the same funeral, we see Peter Parker acting suspiciously, and Reed Richards takes note. Quote, unquote, acting suspiciously. Yeah, well, I say, quote, yeah. According to to Happy. According to Reed. Is it Reed? I thought it was Happy. I'm pretty sure it's Reed. I think he may be talking to Happy. Um, Okay. Yeah, I wrote down Reed, but maybe maybe it is Happy. Maybe they're drawn the same, or drawn drawn too close. They are are very similar in, in this so that may you may be you may be right uh reed takes note of this further showing the that even when at a funeral for a friend reed is detached and cold and all consumed (laughs) by his (laughs) yes and all consumed (laughs) by another comic book everybody is it that's a different comic book Uh, funeral for a friend Uh uh-huh have i read it i mean it's it's after superman dies Oh, the next okay. series is called Funeral for a Friend. Gotcha. I did not know that that's what that was called. Mm-hmm. But I have read that, yes. Okay. Um, this all culminates with Sue and Johnny late at night sneaking out and leaving Reed's side to join Cap's Secret Avengers. Um, what did you think about her her letter? Uh, I will say that the, the issue I, the issue ends revealing, uh, due to loss of morale, yeah, to, they're, they're doing Thunderbolts, they're recruiting villains and that's how they shoot yeah on Tony's i thought i thought her letter was robotic written childishly as i mean certainly didn't seem like something a wife would write to her husband even it seems it seems more like mark millar maybe has a little disdain for this character 
for Reed or for Sue? A little bit of both. Sue, so like when it when it starts, she says, one of the things she says is that, I was like, please understand. I don't, I don't have it pulled up. I, yeah, I, I just pulled it up. She says, please understand, this is not another cry for attention. This is not yeah, me trying yeah. to distract you from all your all-important work. And then granted, that you could read that as those are claims that he has made and she is writing that to combat what she knows would be a typical response from him when they fight or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's hard to tell. Um, but yeah, then there's the part where she... I, I find this funny, but I also find it odd. So there's the part in... In there, where she says, "I didn't, um, I didn't want your last memory of me to be tainted with all the blazing fights we'd had in the recent weeks. Hence, the oily fish dinner, good brain food, the bottle of your favorite claret, an excellent antioxidant, and making love one final time, good for the immune system." Mm-hmm. Before she leaves, yeah. <laughs> and um, while I find that funny, just as being like, "Oh, well, yeah, I guess she is sort of a scientist in a way." Or she has become a bit of one, so she so she, become, yeah. so she might look at things a little an, you know, analytically as well, or she is explaining it in a way that Reed would understand because he's analytical. It also <clears throat> comes off as being very like, like I, I don't know why would she? Why would she, why would she? Yeah, it like I said, the the note seems very almost written by a child. So I guess the one child. thing that. Well, but the one thing that I I don't believe in the note is that she would leave her children. Right. She trusts. Um, she trusts. Ben. She would. Ben staying. She trusts Ben, but at this point, she's she's already said that Reed is becoming a fascist. Mm-hmm. Has become a fascist. Yeah. She would not leave her children. She would not leave him with, to conscript their children. Correct. I mean, because I mean, while while. Um, Franklin is the most powerful mutant in the world, even as a young child. And Val- Valeria is the the smartest child in the world. Um, and you know, so I, I I don't. She might. I think at this point she would rather give them to their godfather, uh, Victor Von Doom, yeah, probably um, over over Reed. At this Go point. stay with Namor. Who cares? So I mean, who I mean, or Aunt Petunia? Like I'm going to take them to Aunt Petunia. She'll she'll watch out for them. Yeah. Um, I don't like I said. So that to me, that was the most unbelievable part of it that that she would leave the kids with Reed, um, and her and Johnny just 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 bounce. I was like, I don't I don't think that that, that I don't think they would do that. True to me, it just doesn't ring true to me at all. Right. Um. <clears throat> so. So but, I think so. So far, our biggest complaints have been the portrayal of the Fantastic Four over anybody else. I think. I think. I well, no. I I have a big problem with the way they've portrayed Spider-Man up to this point. I know Spider-Man more than any other character, and this is not Peter Parker. They have shown him to be a bit of a flip-flopper in this story because at first he's very he's anti it because he goes, "What the second I reveal my identity, they're going to kill my aunt and my wife." But then he switches the side, and we learn. And granted, we're not reading the Spider-Man comic along alongside this, no. where that's that actually happens, I believe. Um, yeah. Well, it's like Cap says to Spidey in in this yeah. battle. I hope, now that I hope you're okay with now that you've given Sam and your address. address. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I mean, he's using Spider-Man's own argument against him, and yeah. and Peter uses um. 
during I think during that same fight, he goes, I mean, literally the previous line, he's telling Steve that like you're acting completely against your own, you know, code of whatever. And he's like, don't talk to me about my ethics or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was doing this, but when your your grandfather was a child. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, yeah, so, yeah. Spider Man. He's not. I don't think he's written terribly, but he is. Def- he's not consistent. No, he's he not. Doesn't ha- Mark Millar doesn't have the voice of Spider Man. No, he does not have Spider Man's voice, but he certainly doesn't have a single one of the Fantastic Four's voice. No, no. Um, I, yeah, I mean, he doesn't have any character who's supposed to be like bright and hopeful. He doesn't really have yeah. their voice. He doesn't. He doesn't even really do Captain America's voice really well. The the thing that no, he tell he tells a good story. Other than this sure. is not a bad story. It's, I don't it's, think it's a like bad. Said, the plot overall is not bad. I think no, it's the execution. It's just, but but the, yeah, the characters just don't. It, there's there's a scene in there that really stood out to me during the fight where so. Hulkling is there, and Hulkling, everybody, Hulkling is a 16-year-old kid. Yeah. And they show Ben Grimm Punch. beating the crap out of him. Yep. You know, now, now I was like, that's... Ben wouldn't ben do that. Would, ben would defend himself, but he, I mean, in this, it's it seems like he's going in for brutality. Um, that I just, I just, I, I again, it, it kind of took me out of it. I was like, that's not... Ben Grimm, ben Grimm is, is a lot of things. He can be gruff. He can be single-minded, but he's not going to beat the crap out of, yeah, you know, of a 16-year-old kid. I mean, he, again, he may he, he would defend himself against the, the kid, but he's not going to go as brutal like he did in that in that. And it's just one panel box. And and it but it it I looked at it and I was like, "Ah, that's it yep. just doesn't r- ring true to me. That doesn't feel like what the thing would do. It doesn't. Um, it, when Thor shows up, I think I'd forgotten that he was a clone yeah. at first, and I was like, "This doesn't." Yeah, Thor wouldn't do that. This, this Thor wouldn't. Do, this doesn't. This doesn't sound like Thor. Thor, and, and then when, of course, when he kills Bill, well, like, um, I mean, Goliath. Every, oh yeah, no, go ahead. No, when he when he does that. Um, and that I remembered that all, and when that came back, I was oh, that's right. This is not Thor. Thor. This mm-hmm. is uh, Thunderstrike. I think is what they they ended up calling him later. I think he becomes uh, Thunderstrike. Yeah. Um, oh, I think that's until, I think until that's real Thor becomes, shows up. Yeah, and then it, it Thor I think smashes is, his head. Yeah, but I mean, I think he comes back and I think Thunderstrike comes back occasionally. Oh, maybe I figured if Thunderstrike comes back, it's probably the one from the nineties. When I don't, I don't know because. Remember, Donald Blake dies or whatever, goes away, and then a new guy gets yeah. Thor's powers, but he doesn't want to call himself yeah. Thor. He's Thunderstrike. Mm. I like that character. I like that look, anyway, for that character. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, the 90s. Uh, but yeah, so Bill Foster, the Goliath, the original Goliath, um, mm-hmm. is killed. He, I believe, I, you know, I believe he's the only casualty in this story. Is he? Besides, I guess, Cap. Well, yeah, Cap. Cap later. Well, spo- spoilers. Oh. Captain America gets killed. Um, yeah, but I think Bill Foster might be the only hero casualty in this story. Because mm. I don't think any of the New Warriors actually died; they were all injured really badly. Um, well, Speedball uh, becomes so penance. We haven't talked about that yet because I don't think it's really he come does. up. Does um, his powers mutated because of the pain? 
doesn't at some point later on Punisher kills a couple people and I can't remember. He kills some villains, I think. Does he? Okay. I okay. think he kills some of the Thunderbolts potentially. Okay. But I don't I don't think he kills any heroes. I don't, I, we're, 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 we'll find out. I mean, yeah, we, we will find out. But like, I, I think this is, I believe this is like the one and only real casualty of the story. And this character is still dead. They didn't. They never brought him back. No, it's, his, it's his, his nephew. Yeah, is his now. nephew is is Goliath. I was like, yeah, is they it? they never brought him back, which is crazy. yeah crazy that you're one that the one person you kill in this. You're like, oh, it's the it's the only. There's three black superheroes, and you kill one of them. Yeah, come on. Yeah, there's, by kill. Yeah, it, it's well. Yeah, I mean, well, let's. If you look at the the fight between Tony and Cap, yeah, it is Tony. Oh, it's basically beating, beating, beating the, the crap out of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He's beating Cap, the shit out of him. Cap. Yeah, Cap. Um, yeah, he. Cap is on his back foot. Really. He is. He's not winning. Yeah. He's he's down. It's not like in the movie. Where Cap, you know, yeah, where it's more even. Finally, get, yeah, where Cap, yeah, yeah, this, it is not even at all. Yeah, um, and it makes sense. The 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 Iron Man armor should be able to take out Cap. Yeah, I mean, it should be able to handle being yeah attacked by Cap. Yeah, and there will be a a, a more even fight. Later I think this on. is still. I mean, this is this is Captain America, right? So he's still super soldiers. He's very strong, but this is still. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it's only been within the last 10 to, I mean, 10-ish years that, like, his power scale went from being, like, he's more than a regular human yeah, he's to a super, being, he's a, he's, you know, super, Superman, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. When they first brought him in, he was just the the ideal human, you know. Yeah, and, like, know, and he's, they, he's, they, he's more than that now. Ah, he was more than that now. Hello. Yeah, that's, that's my work phone. Um... And yeah, and, and by this comic, he's obviously he's very strong. Um, yeah. Jumped out of a helicarrier and rode a plane. Um, <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> down, to the, down to this guy. I don't even think a regular, like, oh, he's the peak human specimen. Like, yeah. I don't think a yeah. peak human specimen could do that. But, um, I don't know, I've, I, you know. But MCU Cap is, like, significantly stronger than comic book Cap was when they started mm-hmm. that. And I think they yeah. sort of, you know, leveled his um, power in the comics to sort of match. Well, they were like, we, we've got the peak human being in Chris Evans. We have to, you know, yeah, we have to, yeah, that's it. This is, this is what he can really do. We must. This is, this and is none of that Evans CG. He's really doing do. that. Yeah. He's holding yeah, he, that. that. Yeah. That, that helicopter. helicopter was really trying to take and, and Chris Evans was like, no, you're not going to, no, 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 no. I'm not even using half of my strength. I'm Chris Evans. <laughs> I love, I love when they, um, the behind the scenes where he's talking about that scene. And he's like, I really wanted to do it with my shirt off. <laughs> But they wouldn't let me. <laughs> there was no, yeah. there's no story reason. There was no there. reason for me to not have my shirt on. Yeah. But like, I worked out a lot. I and I looked yeah. good, so I wanted to have my. Well, shirt they had already done. They had already done the, the shirtless scene with him in the, in the first movie. So yeah, I know that was that was that was the money shot for that movie. Of course. Yeah, he's he's a giant. Yeah, um, I love that, that when he's talking when he's doing the behind the scenes on that one. He's like off screen. He was. He was doing push-ups, you know, you know, oh, you just getting off pumped. swole, just pumped. just for the for the the shot. He's like, this is what people came for. I mean, you know, this is stuff money. Know, I put shot. a lot of work. I put a lot of work in. People came to see the 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 reveal of me going from scrawny little Steve to Cap, mm-hmm. and uh, it paid off. <laughs> it did. It did pay off. <laughs> he, he looked good. He looked great. 
Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to? Oh, um, uh, Spider Man. I, you know, Spidey quest starting to question. This is where you know I was like, this feels a little more like Spider Man. Um, questioning Tony's leadership. Questioning, are we on the right side of this? Um, all and, yeah, so and the, everyone... the thing about it that I think is pretty genuine to Spider Man is that Peter will do anything that he th- is convinced that is right. I think Peter if, if he can be convinced a, that something is right, he will do it. And Peter I think, has so so Peter has a very strong moral compass in the comics. But he's very gullible. <clears throat> I don't think that's true in the in the normal Amazing Spider-Man stuff. I mean, he basically he lives by what with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. He lives by that, and he lives by I'm going to do right by Mary Mary Jane. I'm going to do right by by May, and I'm going to do right by the memory of Ben Parker, mm. um, Uncle Ben. And that is his moral compass. And in this, it just, like I said, when he starts to question it's everything, and I, well, he does, and so I'm wondering if they wrote it. Well, because he's already in, in the, the, at the, at the he, They wrote him wishy-washy at the beginning so that they could bring him back around coming into this, the back half of this thing. Right. Because everyone, spoiler alert, he does switch sides. Yeah. Um, and I think the next issue, maybe the issue after that, he, he does switch sides. Yeah, after um, getting the shit kicked out of him. He does, yeah, he does. After He, he fights he, Tony. He, he, and, well, the, the villains but, jump but, him. But, yeah, the villains jump him. It's, yeah, yeah, well, I was he, saying, in, he fights Tony, telling him he, that, he's like... He's the better of Tony, I think. Yeah, yeah but, um, then and, the but then the villains show up. Is it, is it... Who is it? It's Venom. Is it Venom? Oh, I thought it was Jack-O-Lantern. It was, it was maybe like a couple of the Thunderbolts, the new Thunderbolts. Jack-O-Lantern being one of them. I remember that. Which I, I'm like, Jack-O-Lantern? Get the, get the hell yeah. out of here. Jack-O-Lantern, come on, man. Yeah, Jack-O-Lantern's not going to take out Spider-Man. Jack-O-Lantern's so cool. But, yeah. But, and then, and then we'll, but we'll get into that. I, I think it's next issue. It may be issue six, but... Um, which like I said, we'll talk about next week. But so they are starting to bring Spider Man around. So I, I, I'm glad to see that. And again, I think it's they, just I think they did a fair weird, amount like, of setup beforehand because when the story starts, he's in the Iron Spider costume already. Correct. Which yes, means that yes. in his comics, he was already working with Tony. Which means in mm-hmm. in these comics, um, he was already on Tony's side a little bit. He he's already sort of in pocket for Tony and kind of willing to trust him, I guess. So yeah. I think they, they do the groundwork to at least establish that like he has been convinced by Tony that this is the right thing to do, um, even though he may not personally believe it, um, because he does feel like he, he's questioning it, even when, when he's saying to Cap, he's just repeating what Tony told him, you know, it doesn't feel like uh, Spider, Spider-Man... When Cap dies, Spider-Man is like horribly angry about it. Uh, they're, 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 well, when when in, but I would have expected him guilty, when, Go, when when Goliath died. Mm-hmm. I would have expected he did say this is not what I signed up for. Yeah, um, are we doing the right thing? I would have I think expected the second somebody Spider-Man, died, he would have been like, oh, we're on the wrong. Peter side. Parker, yeah, exactly. Peter Parker, Spider-Man would have been like, no, we're we're done. I'm done. I'm not. I'm not going to be part of your. Your, your thing. He may not join the other side, but he would certainly not be part of Tony's team anymore. Like right. you, because Reed and Tony justify it. Like you know, and I think Happy does as well. One of them is like, well, if he had him, 
Yeah, well, no, it's that it's that it's the lady, the the mother from oh, yeah. um the Stanford. She's like, well, if he hadn't have been breaking the law, he wouldn't have been killed. Um, and Tony and and, and Reed are basically like, man, it's true. Yeah, I guess. And but I don't think Peter Peter would not have have gone with not the Peter that I know that I've been reading since 1962. Yeah, well, you haven't been, you haven't, you didn't read any of these comics. You weren't reading at the time. I no, but I read them in I think 2010. I don't think yeah. I read them. As they right then, I think I read them a little bit later. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Peter been through a lot of stuff by then. He completely changed I, as a character. Uh, married, I don't, Peter. Peter living in Stark Tower. I, I read Spider-Man comics right now, and yes, he's slightly different, but that's just because Zeb Wells doesn't know how to write Spider-Man. <laughs> um, um, but no, I mean Peter. Which Peter, is crazy I think, is because probably, I. I read his um his Fantastic Four run not too long ago, mm. and it, it's pretty pretty good. Okay, I, maybe I'll check that one out because I I have not been satisfied with what he's what his run on Spy- Amazing Spider-Man. You know, the, these forty some issues. That I he, feel like it still is. I'm going to give Zeb Wells a little bit of credit here when I say that I still feel like he he is bound by whatever Nick Lowe, who's the editor. Will let him sure, do. I know. I know. Editorial has a big say in that. Editorial has a huge say in storyline. Yeah. So even if you're like, I want Mary Jane and Peter Parker to be together, if the editor's like, No, I don't like that, or that's not what we're going for, you just can't yeah. do it. No, let's give let's give her superpowers, and now she's yeah. her own. I'm like, no. Yeah. yeah. She can't be a strong, independent woman if she's not a superhero in superhero comics. That's true. That's true. I guess. Yeah. She couldn't. They only managed to do it for sixty years. You know yeah. why? Why? You know now we have to change. <laughs> I have, I have, I have issues with the way that Mary Jane is portrayed in a lot of stuff lately. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, we have to make her a reporter. Like, I mean, sure, that's that's yeah, fine. She's I don't. Lying. Yeah, I I don't care. But at the same time, you're doing that because someone somewhere is convinced that she can't be a strong a, a strong female character and be a supermodel. Or she can't be an actress. Can't be like. Why can't she be those things that? And also, and she has been for sixty years. Yeah, or club owner, club promoter, whatever. She's. I mean, she's yeah. done it all. Yeah. So I have. I'm like again. Yeah, it's fine that she's a reporter, but that's never been her thing up until the last couple of years. It's like you're just doing Lois Lane. Well, that's, I get yeah. for I, I, mean, get, that's, I get for the that's, game that's, though that that's the reason you do that. That's you, you, she's got to be. You've got to find a reason for her to, to be insert Mary Jane and in, into the storyline. And the best way to do that, especially in the first one, I think, um, is for her to be reported. That's yeah. why she is, is to be at Lois these Lane. places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but no, I'm back to this. Yeah, this sorry, that, that, I, that's I, a tangent. But I think Spider-Man Peter Parker has been one of the most consistently written characters in all of comics, you know, yeah. Peter Parker has, has remained very true to himself for his yeah. entire run. More or less. Yeah. But the, yeah, more or less. The, yeah. There's been a little bit here and a little bit there, um, depending on different writers that have written, have taken him in a, in a different direction. But for the most part, the Peter Parker that, that I fell in love with as a kid, when he was 15 years old, is the same Parker he is now when he's 28, whatever, whatever they've, Decided to to stop his age at yeah yeah what, um, whatever age yeah whatever age mid twenties yeah 20, 26. <clears throat> mid, mid to late twenty yeah twenty six to twenty eight years old whatever he is um I used to I used to be able to 
you know, a couple of years ago when it was uh, the 50 year uh, or yeah, 50 year anniversary of Spider-Man, which I guess what it's 60, 60 years. It's only 60 years now, but yeah, at 50, so, yeah, at 50 years, I was just like, <laughs> Oh, it's like for every 10 years that passes in real life, two years pass one, in, one or two years. Yeah. In, in the comics. That's, that, that's basically what they used to say. Yeah. Um, but now that it's been so, you it's know, it's getting so, so much harder to keep track of that. Yeah. That's sliding yeah. time scale. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, we'll think about this cap. Again, the comics came out of the ice about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and it's been 62 years yeah. since, you know. That was my, um, a, a bit of a tangent again, but that's my that, my email that I wrote to uh, Kevin and Will mm-hmm. about the, the time scale and, like, you know, what what are the thoughts on it? What characters do you think um, rely on this really heavily? Um, did they answer it? They did, yeah. I kind of remember that one. Oh, well, you should. It was, um, they also read your email in the same episode. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I texted you. I was like, oh, they read us both. They didn't oh, say oh, my okay. name. They didn't. Which one was that? Was that, was that when I asked him about Zach's Christmas present? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I was the, the, the time traveler was the one okay. that I wrote about. Um, okay. But I was talking about how there are certain characters who sort of exist where there's a very specific set date in time that is important to their character. Mm-hmm. And the further away we get from that, the harder it is to use that character. Like Captain America goes into the ice in 1940. 1944. Yeah. Ni- 1944. Yeah. 1944. And originally he's thought out about 1962. 50, yeah. About yeah, 18 years later. Yeah. So like not that, not that long. Everyone he knows is still alive. He's still alive. Yeah. Or the- yeah. theoretically could still be alive and they're not that much older than him. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. lost any time. Technology has not moved on so vastly that he couldn't figure it out. Yeah. But the further we get along and the more um you know Cap is always unfrozen now. But like oh he's been unfrozen for 10 years. Well if if you're going by right now that means he came out of the ice in 2014. Mm-hmm. Which is like 70 some odd years, almost 80 years. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Would he be able to catch up to the, would he be able to catch it, up? They, but they Magne- much Magneto better. is affected by that as well. It's important that he is from a concentration camp. Yes. That's a huge part of his character. I think they've changed that though. That probably, be, I think now it's more like a mutant concentration, you know, like they persecuted by mutant hunters or something like that. But, but yeah, I get what you're saying. They, they, they just have to change the con- cap. They can't change why he is Captain America. Yeah. Because it is but, so tied into World War II. But Cap can work because he goes in the ice and he comes yeah. out, right? And he disappears for however yeah. long they want it to be. Yeah, so that will always work because it's sort of irrelevant what year he comes out. It's just Correct. it's just going to be like, oh, technology is crazy, right? Technology has um, gone. Whoa. But like again, I think it really matters for guys like Magneto. You have to you have to go back and change his origin. That's, yeah, you have to retcon his origin or retcon the con. Yeah, but I don't like that because it is important to his character. It 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 is. Like I said, you can't you can't use World War Two anymore. I know with with Magneto. Um. So, but you can change. Or you it to, just write it so that he is he is as old. He just doesn't age. Yeah, just he doesn't, doesn't age. age. Yeah. Yeah, which is fine. So he's if, like, well, if you just like Wolverine, like, yeah. If, if you just make it so it's like, oh well, he doesn't really age the same. I'm like, oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. That I think that would be better than dropping 
that aspect of his character. I think they have dropped his. I, I don't. I don't know. They have. They I definitely haven't dropped his, his Jewishness, um, or the fact that he is a Jewish character as well. Because any time that he faces off against someone, or any any time he's like near Red Skull, he beats the shit out of him. Does he? I like I said, yeah. I, I I haven't been reading X Men comics. I've obviously I've yeah. never really read X Men comics, uh, um, and I'm not going to start I, now. I believe he killed Red Skull not too long ago. Who hasn't killed Red Skull? That's true. I think there's a comic where Black Panther punches Red Skull's jaw off. Mm. Um, okay, it's fun. <laughs> I, those are those are good stories where it's just like, oh, what what happens? The Nazi gets killed. Oh, good. Yeah, take that. Deservingly. Um. So. But yeah, so that's issues three and four. Again, uh, issue four ends with the Thunderbolts uh, being recruited. Sort of against their uh, well, against their will, because this is yeah, well, Suicide this, Squad. They basically yeah, Suicide yeah. Squad. This, I was like, this is Task Force X. Yeah. Um, they say they've got tracking devices in them. They bombs. probably have explosives. In, yeah, exactly. So, um, oh, they, um, they're. This might be in a different thing, but I think they are literally like piloting their bodies. It's not in this. Okay, so so then it's in the something else we'll talk about later. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's issues. <coughs> no, sorry, no. Uh, so that's issues uh, three and four. It was that was yeah. That's how that's how numbers work. Yeah, indeed, it was, indeed. The, the two that I came right count. after one and two. I yeah. can count. Um, we'll start to lose it pretty soon. I mean, like if it gets into double digits, we're out. Yeah. We'll luckily, out. these won't. Good. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Like, I, I can't. Once I get this is how this is how many fingers I've got. I don't know. I've only got this many, and I can't count my toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is how many fingers I got. If it gets more than that, I'm I'm lost. I'm a little confused. Um, that's not not the best at maths. <laughs> Never been good at it. Um, but yeah. So next week we're going to talk about um issues five and six, um, where the the fighting really starts to ramp up. Mm-hmm. The tension is at an all-time high, mm-hmm. um, and the characters will act um, completely out of character for a lot of them. Yeah, I'm hoping that maybe you'll find that these are actually still these are good. Yes, that that I'm basically because I'm liking this much more than I remember liking it um, mm-hmm. the first time I read. Um, I'm hoping that remains true. That, that continues um, going forward. I hope it doesn't start to fall apart. I, 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 I'm keep. I'm going to keep my mind. Open, yes, my, yes. My, my mind open on that um, because I am enjoying it mm-hmm. um, for the most part. There's, obviously, we have complaints. We've talked about them, but for the most part, it's it's a good storyline, even if they don't stay true to the all the characters. Right. And that's and I know this this is going to change things going forward in Marvel for a while. Um, I think through through Secret Wars. Yeah, I think I think up and up until then, I think that yeah, I is think, sort of like a a hard reset. Yeah, a reset. For a lot of that's a re, it's a reset for a lot of things. Um, so, um, well, I mean, it, it's what sets up. We're going to talk about after, repercussions from this at, at some point. Going, mm-hmm. You know, going after we finish. After we finish, we'll, we'll we'll spend a little while talking about repercussions. Yeah. Um, after 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 issue seven. So can't so, wait. In the meantime, anybody, if you have thoughts on. Uh, 
this series where we covered Civil War, um, then so it, go ahead and send us an email at uh, panelsurfing at gmail.com and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, the, the, what do you think about the way they're writing the character? What do you think about the the, the overall story? Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts I'd on Robert E. Lee? Oh. <laughs> uh, Ulysses uh, S. Grant. I mean, I, you know, I just want to stay away from all of that stuff. It's the Civil War. <laughs> it's true. It is the Civil War. What are, what, you, what are your thoughts about the... What do, you, what do you think about Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, what are your thoughts? Not enough bullets? Too many? Yeah. You tell me. <laughs> One too many. One too many. He lived for three days after. It's true, he did. Isn't that neat? Um, I don't think he was conscious. He was not conscious. <laughs> I would be willing to bet that he was pretty much brain dead. He was pretty, brain dead. <laughs> he was pretty much brain dead. <laughs> the second it happened. Um, yeah. No, uh, if, if you want, if you, if you want to talk about these uh, these comics or these stories and give us your opinions, um, other than on the email, you can uh, find us on Instagram. It's Panel Surfing Pod on Instagram. Uh, you can shoot us. Uh, you can shoot us if you want. No, no, you have to find us. You can shoot us like Abraham Lincoln. I think we're pretty easy to find. Don't yeah. Don't, don't shoot. <laughs> um, no, you you can shoot us a message there. Uh, and tell us what you think about uh, the comic, the podcast, you know, us. Give us like a one out of ten rating. Yeah. Do that, yeah. hey! Give us a give us a five star rating. We, we, haven't rating. Asked. we haven't asked for yeah. one. We haven't asked for one. F- a, pretty much in a, a year. Five star rating. I don't care what you say about it, as long as you write it. Yeah, rate we, us five star. Yeah, we literally haven't asked in like a year. I think it'd be, yeah. I, we're being very generous here. Please give yeah. it, give us a, a rating in like Spotify. Smash that like button, everybody! Yeah, smash that like button. Hit that bell for notifications. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, give us a five star rating in um, Spotify app, in Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcasting uh, platform you use. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that'll that'll wrap it up. For that, I think that'll do it. Looking forward to, t- to discussing the next two issues next week. Yeah, me too. So uh, yep. until everybody, until then, for listening and uh, bye, bye. Okay. Okay. Ugh.